Rely on what you know instead of reacting to how you feel. I'm gonna make it plain. Let me say it this way. Don't doubt in the dark what God has revealed to you in the light. Welcome to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr., senior pastor of Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller and glad that you've joined us today as we continue to look at what we do when things don't go our way. And that is going to happen in this life, isn't it? So often we think we know what we want. We think we know the outcome of a situation and we begin to go that direction. And then things don't go our way. And you think that maybe you had it wrong. You know, so many of us have heard that, uh, that phrase, well, trust your heart or follow your heart or trust your gut and go with that. And I think we all understand what people may mean by that, but our hearts can lie to us and our emotions and feelings can change. And that whole idea of trusting your gut, well, sometimes that may change more based upon what you ate the night before. So how do we know what we're to do, especially when things get tough? How do we know if that's just a, a little speed bump or if that's kind of a redirect from God? Well, it all depends on what we decide is true and where we get our truth. And as a regular listener to Treasure Truth, you know that uh, we believe that that truth is found in the Word of God. So then as we face those difficult times in life, we don't just simply go with our gut or trust our heart or whatever we may be feeling in that day, we simply go back to what God's word says, remembering who we are and who he is and what he has for us. And so that's what we're looking at in today's message. I hope that you'll join us in Hebrews chapter 11 as we continue when things don't go my way. Here is Pastor Ford. What's in your mind? As a man thinketh in his heart, what, what dream are you? Come on, people. What, 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 what is God giving you that you're holding on to that you won't let go? That it's a vision that you're going to see it through. What, what, what is it? Okay, let me move on. I'm going to give you these. I'm going to drop them. I ain't going to push them. Here you go. Here, here's the last six. Number three, keep the goal in sight. Keep trusting Jesus. Notice this last part of 13. And confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Now, let me just tell you the word confess is homo legale. Now, who remembers that word? Everybody should have their hands up. You want to know why? Because we ought to be using it all the time. Because 1 John 1, 9 says, if we homo legale our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And see, well, I don't know about you. I use that verse every day. Every day. You want to know why? Because I sin every day. In word, thought, mind, or deed, I, I sin every day. Every day I find myself saying, now, Lord, you said if I confess this as sin, that you will forgive me. Because what does it mean? It means to agree with God against myself. It means to agree with God what he said about it rather than what I feel about it or what Oprah said about it or what Steve Harvey said about it. Uh, God said this about it. I'm agreeing with God. Even though it's something I want to do or something that I did. So listen to what he's saying. And they did what? They agreed with God about the fact of who they were. Strangers and pilgrims. Now, I ain't going to take the time to give you the etymology of both of those words. But the word stranger is translated foreigner. 
And we, we talk about that all the time. Uh, you know, allowing people from Mexico to come in and people talk about, people tell me all the time, I shut them up real quick. Are they coming from Mexico taking our jobs? No, they're not. No, they're not. Cause, cause, uh, they come and they work. So, you know, no, no, don't, don't, don't go over there with that. They work. You know? And so foreigners, but pilgrims, a sojourner, somebody who is a foreigner who's not going to stay. So they're saying this is who we are. We're agreeing with God about who we are against our circumstances. Man, they knew who they were. What's the point? Rely on what you know instead of reacting to how you feel. I'm going to make it plain. Let me say it this way. Don't doubt in the dark what God has revealed to you in the light. Okay, let me give you an example. Abraham is in the text. What did God tell Abraham? Abraham, I'll make you a father of many nations. So what did he do? Genesis 17, you can write it down, 1 through 5. I'm not going to turn there. Genesis 17, 1 through 5. He came to Abram. What does it mean? Father. And he said to Abram, Now, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. That's the promise. That goes back to what? Genesis chapter 12. So what did he do? Changed his name. What did he change his name to? Abraham. What does ham mean? Now, don't talk about something from the side of a pig. Ham is how you make something plural. Father of many. Now, here's my question. How can he be called a father of many when at that time he's not the father of any? Because God said so. So now you walk and you see your boy Abram. Hey, Abram, what's up, man? That ain't my name anymore. What you didn't change your name to, Abdul? No, Abraham. Well, why'd you do that? Because God said I'm going to have many children. But wait a minute, man, you 90-something. And Sarah's in her 80s. How you going to pull this off? I don't know. But God told me I'm going to have children like the stars of the sky. So what did he do? Called himself Abraham. 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 Now, now this is what this is. You say, make it plain, make it plain. Okay, I'll make it plain, I'll make it plain. Listen, do you know who you are? I hear people say it all the time. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Not me. Not me. I was. But now you know what I am? I'm a saint. That's what God calls me. Not what I am, what he intends to make me. I'm a saint. I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I'm a child of the king. I'm adopted into his royal family. I'm a priest. I'm a son of God. That's who I am. I'm more than a conqueror through him that loved me. Greater is he that is in me. That's who I am. I belong to Jesus. I'm the bride of Christ. That's who I am. I got it going on. I'm all that in a bag of chips. I've been purchased with the blood of Jesus Christ. That's who I am. And so I act like it. I walk like I tell all my grandkids, all my grandkids. They'll tell you, my, my youngest grandbaby, Jaden, what's your name, boy? My name, Jaden Ford. What's your name? Jaden Ford. What's your name, boy? Jaden Ford. My name, Jaden Ford. All right. And what does that mean? That means I'm a Ford. You know what? I'm telling you. All my grandkids are arrogant. I told you. Yeah, why? Because I want them to know, hey, that means something. 
That means something. God brought me from the guttermost to the uttermost. God brought me from a pusher to the pulpit. That name means something. But it's like, it's like, I tell you that, that song, uh, what was her name? I forgot her name, but I remember the song. I remember, it goes, if anybody asks you who I am, who I am, who I am. If anybody asks you who I am, tell them I'm a child of God. Hey! If anybody asks you who I am, come on! Who I am, come on! Who I am. If anybody asks you who I am, watch me. Tell them I'm a child of God. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, I, I just think about it. I, say, I am somebody. I grew up in the ghetto, but the ghetto, ghetto didn't grow up in me. I am somebody. I may not be the most educated, but I am somebody. I don't have money in the bank, but I am somebody. I am, I am, I am, I am a child of God. That's who I am. I'm proud of it. Amen. Yeah, yeah, proud of it. So. Take these down if you're taking notes. Principles number four, five, six, seven, and eight, because I'm moving on. Principle number four, what, what do you do when things don't go your way? Remind yourself and others of the desired outcome. Listen to what the text says. Text says, verse 14, for they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. You say, why do we always do this? Because if you don't understand the words and the context and the syntax, you can't get the deepest meaning. So declare plainly is one word in the Greek. It is only used one time in the whole Greek New Testament. It's right here. It's the Greek word infonizo. Say infonizo. Say what does that mean? We get the word emphasis. Now get this. A confession and an emphasis. Now, what's the confession about? That I say God promised me this. And what's the emphasis? You're repeating it to yourself over and over again. I know my situation says, you know, uh, that I'm sick, but, but my God says I am healed. I know my situation says I don't have what I need, but my God says my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. I know my situation says that my marriage is dead. Oh, but God is going to resurrect that thing. I believe it. I don't care what people say. I'm not going to listen to what they tell me to do because I'm going to do only what God wants me to do. And you keep talking to yourself. It says say. And we already talked about this. I can't go back and talk about, you know, uh, uh, saying something in terms of creating or saying something in order to concretize it. He's talking about just keep saying. Keep saying. Jesus said it. If you say to this mountain, you speak to that mountain, you speak to the situation, you tell them what God said. Like one man who said, I stopped telling God about my mountains and instead I start telling my mountains about my God. Speak to it. Speak to it. Tell them what God has said. Get a rhema from the word of God. Put that word on that situation. Put that word on that child. All of us can testify. How many of you like me? Children went to the far country but kept praying, kept believing God was going to bring them back and now they're back. Look at the situations that happened. Lost the job but believed God and got a job when everybody else is losing the job. Come on somebody. 
Yeah. You know, I tell people, I say, I'm never broke. Never. Now, sometimes I'm in between blessings, but I ain't never broke. I like that. Never broke. Just in between blessings. You're listening to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr., a message entitled, When Things Don't Go My Way, and all of us can relate to that. It's been a fairly lengthy message, so if you maybe missed part of it, you can always come to our website and listen to what you missed or just listen to it again. Stop by treasuretruthradio.org. You can stream the programs through your computer. You can download MP3s or even order copies on CD. Again, our website, it's treasuretruthradio.org. Well, if you're a regular listener, you know that Pastor Ford has written a number of books. And if you want to find out more about those, we have a link on the left side of our homepage. Just come to treasuretruthradio.org, click on that Books by Pastor Ford link, and you can check out the different titles that are available as a paperback or in an ebook format. And if you ever have a question for Pastor Ford, just click on the contact link and you can ask your question. We'll make sure he sees those. Again, our website address is treasuretruthradio.org. Back to the message. Here's Pastor Ford. Here they are. Write these down. Fifth principle, don't go back. When things get tough, don't go back. Listen to what he says. And plainly, if they had been mindful of that country from which they came out, they might have had opportunity to return. Here's what he's saying. If they let the circumstance get the best of them, they'll start thinking like Israel did. Whoa, the garlics and the leeks in Egypt. Let's go back to Egypt. Oh, this is too hard. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. And he says, in essence, don't go back. See, what it means, mindful means whatever you focus your attention on, you're going to end up doing that. So if you focus in on, it's too hard, I'm going to give this up. I'm tired of going through this in this marriage. I know God said, try to see it through to the end, but I'm, I'm just tired of this. I'm tired of this. I'm just tired of this. And you keep thinking on it, keep thinking on it, keep, and you know what you'll do? You'll go back. Somebody said to me, he said, uh, let me ask you something. Do you drink? You know what I told him? I drink all the alcohol I want to drink. Guess what? I smoke all the cigarettes and the reefer I want to smoke. Boy, I mean, let, me, let me hurry up. Anyway, here's my point. And they're looking at me kind of like some of y'all with your mouth down to the floor. Like, I ain't never come back to this church again. And I said, because of Jesus, I don't want to. My mind is not on that stuff. And so, I, I, no, I, do, I could, but I don't want to. Why? Because that's not what my, see, I tell you all the time. Some of us live, if this is the line between salvation and unsaved, some of us live so close to the line. If we ever fall, we back in the old lifestyle. But as we're walking with the Lord, I mean, we fall down, but we get up. We fall down, but we get up. And we're so far away that sometimes nobody even knows we fail because we get right back up. Okay, just write these down. Number six, surrender to God's timetable. It won't come in your time, but it will always come in his time. So then the Bible tells us, that we ought to wait for the vision, Habakkuk chapter 1. The Bible tells us that don't be weary in well-doing, for we shall reap if we don't give up. God's got a timetable on this thing. Let's wait on this timetable. I told him this morning, I went back and looked at my journal. We, we had a meeting on Thursday that, that actually has the possibility of doing this. 
when I look at the ministry that God has given me, like radio ministry, just keep it at that. I would say that we're corner store. We're corner store. Thursday, God gave us an opportunity to go Jewel Osco. I went back in my journals. I got journals. I want to tell you, I got a whole box of journals. Every year, a journal. And I put all my prayer requests, all my answers, everything. I went back to 14 years ago and looked through and saw where I said, Lord, I believe you're going to use me as an author. I, I want to write a book. And then, and then I had in there, I want to preach at Founders Week. I want to preach at Pastors Conference. Uh, I had in there, I want a radio ministry. And, and the reason, the reason I cite that is because this meeting on Thursday, I said, you talking about water into wine. See, Jesus turned water in. In other words, what, what normally could not have happened, he did. But if you even had grapes, it takes a while for grape juice to become wine. He did in one day more than what happened in the last 14 years. And I, I wrote it in my journal. I said, look at this. Now, let me tell you what, let me tell you what that means for me. It means I got to go back because everything that I prayed about 14 years, all of it Thursday came to fruition. Now I got to dream bigger than that because that's already done. And I'm saying to myself, Look at God. Look at God. Then, 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 then. Write these last two of you taking uh, notes. God's backing you up. Look at what it says. God is not ashamed to be called their God. What does it mean? All it means is God now is backing you up. God's backing you up. God is saying, listen, remember we talked about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that, that he condescends and that what he does is he says, you, you know Abraham, I'm his God. You know Jacob, I'm his God. You know Isaac, I'm his God. God backs you up. We call it favor. That God gives you favor. Now, now, now let me, I'm just talking about what, you know, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. That just three years ago, we were going off the radio. Off. Because we couldn't afford it, and we were producing it, and we couldn't get it the way they wanted it. And so I just said, you know what, we've been on a nice long time. Let's just go off. The day I met with them to tell them we're going off is the day he said, we're going to produce it and we're going to sponsor it. And you don't need to pay a penny. I, I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. And then finally, then not finally, here's what it says. It says, for he hath prepared them a city. Here's the last principle. Principle number eight. He's already provided everything you need. It's already there. Now let me close. Let me close. You've been so gracious to me. Let me close. Remember the Garden of Gethsemane? Jesus is going through human emotion uh, where he is depressed. So it can't be a sin because Jesus never sinned. So in his humanity, he does not want to go to the cross. And so he, he has his inner circle, Peter, James, and John. He comes to the garden and he says, you guys stay here. Why? Because your friends, your big mama, your daddy, your bank account, your job, your education can only take you so far. There's a time when you got to leave that behind and it's just you and God. And Jesus goes into the garden, get down on his knees. And he said, he said, father, if it be thy will, even Jesus said, if it be thy will. Somebody told me, if you say, if it be thy will, then uh, that ain't faith. Well, then Jesus didn't have faith. Somebody told me that if you say it more than once in prayer, then you show you don't have faith. Then Jesus didn't have faith because he asked three times. And then God told him no. Now, if he told the son of God no, 
Okay, you think about that. You'll get it on the way home. You'll be talking about, oh, okay. God can tell me no then. So then what happens? Is the cup taken away? No. Does he go to the cross? Yes. How did he get satisfied with the will of God? Well, y'all already know it. Hebrews 12, 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set, what joy? It says that he despised the shame of the cross, Philippians chapter 2. He embraced it but despised the shame. Hebrews 2, why? You, 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 you. Because Jesus saw and he said, except a seed die, it abides alone. But if it dies, it brings forth fruit. First Corinthians 15, 20. Christ is our first fruit. What does that mean? If he wouldn't have died, we couldn't have gone to heaven. So Jesus saw the ultimate goal, pleasing the Father and pardoning us from our sin. And Jesus said, you know what? But I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do it because if I don't do it, Ford won't be saved. If I won't do it, Avery won't be saved. If I don't do it, Damien can't be saved. And so I'm going to embrace the cross so that I can save Ross. What do you do when things don't go? You know, following Jesus may lead us into hardships and trials, but the reward is worth the effort. You're listening to Treasure Truth, a message entitled, When Things Don't Go My Way, a message that Pastor Ford originally thought was going to be the final one in the series, but we're actually going to dig a little bit deeper and continue unpacking those last four points next time here on Treasure Truth. I want to let you know that you can hear the study in its entirety when you come to our website. Just go to Treasure Truth Radio. Maybe you're thinking of a cross that God is calling you to bear. Maybe you've got a struggle that you're facing and you need encouragement. Or maybe it's a friend or a loved one who's just on your heart and you're not sure how to reach them. Well, Moody Publishers has a growing list of resources that really could help. And when you become a monthly partner by auto gift at a level of $30 or more, you're entitled to a 50% discount on everything available for Moody Publishers. You're going to find resources for your own growth, as well as items that might be suitable for Christmas gifts. Become a monthly partner right now when you call 888-644-7660 or go online to treasuredtruthradio.org. Well, as a monthly partner, you're providing the much-needed financial resources that make this ministry possible. You can tune in anytime and hear the encouraging programming on Moody Radio, but it's only because of the generous support of listeners like you. If you value the kind of 24-hour access to God's Word that we provide, become a monthly partner. Remember, you'll receive a 50% discount to Moody Publishers that you can use on Bibles, books, DVDs, and more. Call 888-644-7660 or go online to treasuretruthradio.org. Well, I'm Steve Hiller and our producer is Amy Rios. Join us again tomorrow for more teaching from Pastor Ford here on Treasure Truth, a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.